You ever met anybody you did kill? Well, I haven't killed you yet. Now, that's a real badge. I'm a real cop, and this is a real fucking gun. Jared's like, come on, let's go, let's go. Go to watch Master Chef. 
No, it's not MasterChef night, idiot. Sorry, what night is it? It's Friday. It's sexy time. <laughs> sexy oh, time. Oh, the baby's going to bed in half an hour. Gotta get tired of getting fast boost up. Let's go. See, cops never let up, you know. Thanks, that, Joe Boyle. Rubbers on my desk, rubbers in the mail. What the hell's going on this week? I Man. don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is what happens when we when we let Ben decide what's going yeah, on. No one else has a clue. Last time we ended up with fucking bongos all over the place and kazoos. Uh, <laughs> so what's going on? Let's, let's just, are we going like, to tell them what's going on? Okay. Well, Ben, part-time podcaster. Extraordinarily part-time. One, maybe? I don't know. One. Uh, ben, Mr. Ben, do you invert Thomas? Uh, had some idea for a podcast where he, he was, he was questions... He's asking us questions, is that right? Yeah, he's asking us questions. And of course he couldn't be asked being here because he's putting his hand up a cow's ass or milking a pig or something. Being bit by so, a pig. You know, he he, he, um, he he just decided that he would just give us the questions and then we'd work it out ourselves. So that's going to work. <laughs> That'll go smooth as butter. To be, to be honest, to be fair, how, how smooth do our podcasts normally go? How smooth do our quizzes normally go? <laughs> it's smooth as sand on a sore ass. Yes. Uh, scrub a dub dub. So that's, that's the show, I think. Yeah, well, he said that all we were going to do is the questions, but screw him. What did you watch this week, guys? Uh, I, I watched uh, The Taking of Pelham 123. One or two? Um, I watched the good 70s one, not the shit modern remake. I still haven't seen the shit modern remake. Just don't bother. Just watch the 70s one with uh, Walter Matthau just being remarkably cool whilst being quite racist. (laughs) Great film, you know, Quince, uh, you know, great bad guy. It's just really, really good, well-made 70s film. I do expect that from Mr. Wilson, though. (laughs) I think then. Dennis, isn't it? Dennis. Yeah, it is the menace. It is the menace. But yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, Dennis. Dennis is cool. No, Dennis is shit. I like. Um, I really enjoy those films. That's kind of like really early eighties New York, where they kind of got big, got big dirty and grimy. Yeah, it's all kind of dirty and grimy, like um, like Trading Places. It's not set in New York. But that kind of falls into that. Yeah. And um, oh, what's that French Connection? Actually, I was going to say the French Connection probably is one. Yeah. And even kind of in the way Superman does, because it's. I know it's not. It's in Metropolis. Yeah. But you know the way the city looks and the way like. Yeah. It even worked in like the TV shows too, like um, Jump Street and stuff, Twenty One Jump Street and yeah, all those kind of things. Thinking, but you know, the, the kind of early eighty stuff. I, I, you know, I really like just how it looks. It looks funky. It looks funky as hell. So yeah, I, I, I had a good time with taking Venom One Two Three. The, the, the soundtrack is immense. Cool. I think it's some British guy who just kind of takes he just takes trumpets and just funks the shit out of them. Funk. Ben, that's your cue for the music for this episode. Yeah. Funk trumpets. <laughs> trumpets. <laughs> I want to hear yourself. some funky trumpets. Yeah. See if Ben had any sense. Ben's editing this one, so if he if he hopefully he'll cut in the opening theme to the take, taking pedal one two three right now. I want to hear some funky trumpets. I thought it would be just him going, no, I won't, Phil. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. We know what you're going to do, Ben. We know all of your tricks. Yeah. yeah. 
That's what I watched. And I, had, I, had a good well time. I had a great time. Cool. Martin? Well, I remembered our previously for watching, so I decided to watch Tekken and... Oh, no! <laughs> See, I, I have got them to watch. I promise you, I have got them to watch. Oh, man. And they're terrible. Uh, which, so which, ones, which one's Tekken and which one? Tekken and the Legend of Chun-Li, the Street Fighter. Oh, Fight. Legend of Chun-Li! Oh, we can't even talk. Martin, we can't even talk about it yet until Phil's watched it. I know. Oh, this is well, going to be... You need to watch that first, and then we have to do... Don't worry about what, it. I'll get it watched. What, we have what to I would say, though, is that I saw that whole that Chris Klein video that you were also talking about. <laughs> What's it like? Um, well, that Chris, line, that Chris uh, Klein video makes it look kind of like it's so bad that you want to see it. But it isn't. Don't really want to see this film. It's completely full of lies. That video makes it out to be good, but it's really oh, they're both they're both terrible. But to be fair, Street Fighter is probably more easier to watch than Tekken. Tekken is just a load of guff, and I'm surprised that it lasted the ninety minutes that it lasts. Oh, oh wow, it's special, and it's also got one of the Goss brothers in it. So oh, wow, well, Luke Goss. It's, yeah, he's the good one though, isn't he? He's he's the easy man, Del Toro's best friend. Well, he's, good he's good in he's good at Blade too, and that's it. <laughs> isn't he in um in uh, Justice Two? What other film he's, was he in? Hellboy Two. Is he in? Oh, he is. Oh, he's good in Hellboy Two as well. Yeah, that's two films he's good in. Oh, well then, score. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Oh, Phil, you need to watch Chun 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 Li. I did get them both downloaded. You, know. you can discuss it in full. That was the homework. Yeah. But then, fortunately, my wife has been on holiday, so I've not been able to watch it. You know, actually, what you can do, I didn't bother doing this until um, thinking about it after I saw the film, but I think you should keep a tally just to see how many times they actually mention the word Tekken throughout the entire goddamn <laughs> film. I mean, it's all Tekken, 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 Tekken. It's crazy. Send me a message reminding me of that, and I will do that, Jared. Uh, Martin Evans. I'll do it for both of you. I don't know what's going on. That's cool. So yeah, what's that, Phil? I watched um, well, the one of the Fellowship of the Ring. I've watched it in entirely, and I'm halfway through two tours. Obviously, it's pre pre Hobbit watching. Yeah. Oh well, the the extended edition. Yeah, the extended ones that take like a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's just Return the King alone. The Return the King is a bastard. Well, uh, what we the way it's worked out is it's we're kind of it's been ended up that we've well tonight we're going to watch a couple of hours of of two towers, but it's kind of been like an hour a night, so it takes you like four hours to get through one film, pretty much. <laughs> Does yeah. So, so we, we've sort of we, over the weekend we're going to crunch down on two towers and Return of the King because obviously it's only like a week away. Is that on uh, the the DVD or the Blu-ray? You see, I don't think the Blu-ray is the extended versions, is it? I, I, I've the, no, no, no. I've got the, the DVD version. I always thought the Blu-ray was just the theatrical one. I get the feeling there's going to be like a big Hobbit, massive Hobbit rings, set, yeah, massive set at the end of it. So Which, maybe have, if have it, seen, I, might, I might, I might buy the Blu-rays at that stage, but at the moment the, the DVDs are fine. Have you seen the um, the pre uh, reviews are starting to come out for the Hobbit? People are saying it's good, but it's no Fellowship of the Ring, is the yeah. general gist I've kind of got. And also that the 48 frame per second thing makes it look a bit rubbish. Was, he, that, was, was that not reported way back when he yeah. showed... People said it looks like a TV, like a, like a crappy American TV show or something. Like on video in someone's back garden rather than yeah. being like an epic film. Yeah, no, well, I, I, there is a 48 
showing uh, in Belfast, but I'll probably just stick to the local cinema, which is yeah. nor- normal eyes vision. Well, you're not going to see it in 3D. Oh, I'm going to see it in 3D, probably because. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to go see it in 3D. I don't really don't. I don't care with it either way. But the only reason I, th- I think I'm seeing it in 3D is because it was filmed with the intention of being in 3D. Yeah. Did you watch like the, there was a video about them? Yeah. Did you see the way they did it? They just like stuck two cameras together. Yeah, like two of those big those red cameras. They're like yeah. So it's not even like a 3D camera. Place. It's just like two red cameras stuck together. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, still, I'm still looking see. forward to it. I mean, I know. Oh no, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll, mm. be, I think it'll still be better than in the name of the king. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, is Tekken better than in the name of the king? Mm, I can't imagine it. I know Uwe Ball is the shit of all shit, but I'd say mm, Tekken is better. But oh my god! Only just. Only oh my just. god! But the only thing is, Tekken doesn't have Jason Statham, so you know that's a fair point. Surely the Statham factor raises it above it. Yeah, but the thing is, for every Jason Statham, there's a Burt Reynolds in that film. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of counteract each other. Like he's like he, Burt Reynolds exactly. is the anti-Statham. I'm Burt Reynolds and I'm the king. He's exactly. like the anti-Statham. He is the anti-Statham. Well, actually, no, the anti-Statham is what's his name? That fella, Ray Liotta. He's the anti-Statham. Hmm? Put them both together. Shit. <laughs> a dangerous combination. Well, that's, that's well, so we've all watched that. interesting things, sort yeah. of. I'd also go to cinema and see uh, the film Sightseers. Okay. Which I would recommend if, to go and see that, because it was a very dark comedy that was very funny. Excellent. Is that the uh, UK film? Yeah, I've been the, hearing somebody. the guy who directed Kill List. Mm. Cool. And the two people who were in the, in the film, uh, the two leads, co- co-wrote the script for it. And it's, it's really kind of... They say it's jet black comedy, but I was on the floor in the cinema and so just laughing my absolute face off because it was so funny. Cool. Here, here, guys. Yeah. On with the questions. Oh, man, yeah, we've got questions. Right, I believe I'm reading the questions out. But Ben will actually be the voice. Ben will be the voice of the questions, I think, once he does stuff with it. So uh, I I I have a, I have a, a message from Ben on the link. <clears throat> um, this is entitled Lethal Questioning uh, The Big 20 in capital letters Okay, nice put um, Hello chumps You have to do it in a Welsh accent Hello chumps <laughs> With a slight twang of French Here are 20 questions <laughs> uh, And quick answers No dilly dallying No avoiding the issue No missing the point just straight in and shouldn't us home, then straight out like a bus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I translate the French to English for you guys? Or you? Oh, wow. So is there like a time limit for each question? Because, you know... No, just straight in, straight out. That's what the man says. Because we ramble. Straight in, straight out. Right. Okay. <clears throat> ready? Let's do this. Question one. Funky trumpets. What was the last time you were genuinely scared at the cinema? Jared. Uh, the, the Japanese film Dark Water. Hey, which was that one? Uh, it's the one by the guy who directed The Ring, uh, but it's about water. 
Wow. There was a remake. There was a Jennifer Connelly uh, US remake, well, which just did not scare me in the slightest. But the Japanese version I saw in the cinema, and that's probably the, the, the last time I've been genuinely terrified at the cinema. Okay. Martin? Unless you find leap year, I was genuinely terrified then too. But that was, ah, surely that was a snapshot of your home life in Ireland. True. It terrified me. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Jurassic Park 1995. God. <laughs> yeah, that whole T-Rex chase was fucking I've not seen scary. anything since. <laughs> Nothing, Nothing that scared me that much, no. Iron Man, Iron Man Martin. Iron Martin. There we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Phil, well, uh, my answer would be uh, the recent George A. Romero film, Diary of the Dead. <laughs> That's horrific. But, but, but not the actual film itself. See, me, me and my me and my my good friend Ryan, we got to the cinema early. We sat down in the cinema waiting for the film to start, and there was no music being played, and it was just us two in the cinema, and it was completely silent. <laughs> we just kind of sat there, we just kind of you know sat there, all kind of quiet, and I, then I just kind of a stray thought in my head kind of pops up and says, "How scary would it be if someone dressed as a zombie came through the fire exit right now?" And I said that to Ryan. And he said, that's scary. And I said, hold me. And we just sat there holding each other, being quite scared. Then the film started. And the film wasn't that scary. It was bleak, but it was all right. But that little what? bit when it was really quiet, I was really scared for no reason. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. So that was just an excuse to hug Ryan. Pretty much. <laughs> See, I didn't buy any popcorn. I couldn't do that trick. So, oh. Got to cut my feels somehow, Martin. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Question two. Uh, we have some Star, Star Wars sequels incoming, and Star Wars has a raft of fiction in comic, book, and video game forms that have created an expanded universe. Which film or film series has a universe that demands to be expanded and has a lot more stories to tell? Ooh. Do I have to start off everyone, or do we cycle it, cycle it around? Martin? Uh, I would be tempted to say Firefly. <laughs> oh, Firefly! What, the, uh, Firefly, Stroke, Serenity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I think I think that could go further. I mean, what they did was great, but given more time, more that could be awesome. More. You want you want mm. more, basically. I want more, like Oliver Twist. Mm-hmm. Nice, Gerard. Um, I'm kind of thinking, and it's sort of almost happening. Is the um, Pitch Black Riddick universe? And it, it's kind of happened because they did the, they had the game and then there's the new film coming out and it's just because I love Pitch Black and actually I think the Chronicles of Riddick's not a bad sort of um, the end of the, the end of that film, film is stellar to be honest yeah so I think I think I would I, I'm happy there's going to be more another Riddick film and I, you know I would like I, I would like to see more of it. So, yeah, so I think that sort of, you know, because I think Riddick's is uh, just quite a cool character. Um, I, I might have two. Like, a more recent one would be uh, Dread. Mm, oh, like, that's a good call. I would that's love that for the sequel. I mean, I know, I know it made absolutely no money, so that's probably, you know... That's a, that's a really amazing call, actually. Yeah. It's hoping that it comes out on DVD in February, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, so makes a lot of money, fingers crossed. And so that's that's like you know, a kind of current. Well, not, it's not really current, but a current film franchise. But mm-hmm. maybe for like an older one, like more about the history of the world in Escape from New York. 
like the wars before it and stuff yeah yeah i don't you know that'll be I, a tricky one for me but i think my I'm, only problem with that is that they tried to do something more with with, with the film well no escape from la you hush your and, mouth, and you hush your mouth all they could do was try and recreate it i think i think escape from new york is just by itself just just tip top yeah but it's like you know when you see lee van cleef and uh i think he's talking about st petersburg and stuff it's like oh that sounds really good Mm. about that would be awesome but uh, you, you know the, the the risk with always doing that sort of thing is is that you dilute what what you liked about That's what you saw true. you know because i mean serenity the film was essentially i think must have been a rough outline of what he was gonna do with the series the TV series yeah and yeah and you know so you kind of you've already got you know if maybe if serenity hadn't come out i would have said yeah definitely firefly and but you see, now you've got Serenity. I'm sure there's there would have been more to it, but you know you got sort of some of the answers. And the same with 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 yeah, Dread. It's it's not necessarily about answers. I mean, some of the best episodes in Firefly weren't necessarily along the plot of who the woman is and who the doctor yeah, is. True. Going on. I suppose even just a, a, a sort of a, a, another space adventure type. Exactly. Yeah. Would be um, good. I mean, the only, the only problem about Phil's idea about going before and finding out about wars, I would just flag up Enterprise. Ooh. They tried to do that with Enterprise, oh, and man, it is. looked yeah. how bad that, that was. A, so. That is a very good point, Martin. Yeah. Oof. Hold That's on a second. You. Sorry, guys. Baby's going to bed. Two six. I thought it was going to be Mrs. Mrs. Boyle again. There we go. Oh, blimey. That was two six. That was two six. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be your mum again, Jared. Nope. Ah, oh, never mind. But I, th- I think there's enough. There's, there's certainly enough in Dread for them to do from the comics, you know, like the Apocalypse War and Judge. Yeah. Death. Oh yeah, there's plenty of stuff there. Oh, more of that, please. So. Happy, yeah. Okay. 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 Yes. Yes. Uh, question three. God, this is gonna take ages. Oh man, this is gonna be painful. This is. I don't. Oh, fuck you, Ben. Before I read this out. Which is oh. your favorite Disney film? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Most right-minded humans rate Die Hard 4 as a better film than Die Hard 3. No, they don't. <laughs> the question is, what's the latest in a film series that has a sequel that has bettered the previous film? In other words, is there a film that appeared later in a series than Die Hard 4 and better film than its predecessor? Uh, I'd say Star Trek, because that Star Trek was hands down better than Nemesis. Yes, good call. Mm. Well, I would bond. say that Revenge of the Sith is better than The Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. That's true. Um, uh, Casino Royale, surely. Yeah. Bond theme-wise, it's not yeah. as good as Die Another Day, but the rest of the film is you know, No, come on, it is. <laughs> no, you're wrong there. <laughs> Die Another Day is the greatest of all Bond themes. Moving on. Do you know? Do you know what? Because he was talking about Die Hard. Do you know what we we realised the other night when it was on that my wife's not seen Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's kind of like what? Whoa, you failed so as a husband. It was sort of halfway through it, so we're going to watch it because I was kind of like what? 
was like, this is clearly the better film compared to it and Die Hard 4 I love oh. I love Die Hard with Avengers I was watching just a bit of it the other day but it's impressive how much Samuel L. Jackson has changed in that time because he was like a semi-hard guy there and then since that film he transformed into this real tough guy kind of yeah. like what Liam Neeson is now do you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about that whole transformation there he just looks like a, a normal middle-aged actor and then something amazing happened and he, he did, comes out a badass. He got a bit of McLean ripped off on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but but three is better than four in Die Hard Wise. Let's just, let's yeah. just agree that and move on. Yeah. Question four. Think of the home nations. Say you had to explain the UK to a foreigner with no concept of the difference between the countries. Give your, bracket, serious and non-serious, close brackets, defining films for each of the home nations. Oh my god! Uh, okay. Well, Ireland is leap year, clearly. Well, it's going to be Scotland, Braveheart. <laughs> yeah. No, Scotland Day. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Uh, Wheels, Deliverance. Yeah. Uh, England, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. There. Fuck's sake! I say with Mel and I for the for England. Okay. Uh, that'd be my serious answer. Or Terminator Salvation. Yeah. Uh, Wales would be, I think, Deliverance is spot on. Uh, Scotland would be Doomsday. <laughs> Ireland would be Leapier, clearly. <laughs> and, I would... uh, Jersey would be the TV series Bergerac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get to count Jersey as separate. Ah, fair enough. Not I would agree maybe. with most of those apart from England. For England's film, I would actually say the old Doctor Who film... Um, Invasion of Earth uh, 2069, I think it is. <laughs> Just because it's very English. The whole rebellion towards the Daleks is a very English rebellion. It all takes place in the countryside. It's, true, <laughs> it's so English. That I think that well, Pearl be... Harbor, that would be good. Yeah, that, that would be Yeah, good pick. Pearl Harbor for why? Ireland. England. <laughs> Question five. <laughs> Uh, Phil often says that he doesn't know what the best film in the world is, but he knows that Swordfish's opening scene will be the opening scene of that film. Correct. So, what film would donate its ending to Phil's super film? So, the best film in the world starts with the Swordfish's opening scene. How does it end? Um... Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, the hero dies saving everyone and then gives the last kind of like, is everyone safe? Good, I can die. Oh, Martin, did you see the Japanese Star Trek trailer? Yeah, did I didn't know intentionally. I, I want to leave off. I wanna, I've okay. just seen the teaser. That's enough for me. Because <laughs> there's a very interesting scene. There is, but I don't want to spoil it. I've, very interesting. I don't want to spoil anything about it. Very so I'm not even like reading anything more. I don't even want to watch the next trailer that's coming out next week. Nine minutes of the film attached to it. It's like, nine minutes, really? What? Uh, let me see what would the ending be um, um, I'd say the end of Chronicles of Riddick because that is a superb ending to a film you know when he kind of it turns out he's actually now king of the universe I love that ending or you could have like the ending to Beauty and the Beast where he transforms <laughs> <laughs> I know what Jerry's going to say I'm, I'm, he's I'm gonna say, trying to think. He's going to say, please can't be four citizens, citizens on patrol. <laughs> Just go off yeah, in Yeah, that'll work. Go off in an air balloon. That'll work. <laughs> you went. Skateboarders. 
goddamn David Spade. Question six. You're alone. The kids are in bed. You ship the wife off to the mother-in-law. The TV is yours. Oh, I thought that was going in a completely different direction. <laughs> uh, you're putting on your favourite film, brackets, Die four, close brackets. <laughs> what do you eat and drink to make the moment absolutely perfect? Uh, I drink probably, because I don't really drink alcohol that much, so probably just a glass of whatever's in the fridge, Coke. <laughs> Milk. Vimto. Wow. Along those lines. Uh, and then I might have um, like a pizza. Yeah. Uh, a big bag of uh, sensations. Oh, Jared, talk dirty to us. Um, then I like to strip the wrapping off a <laughs> bar of Oh, really? Cap- Capri's caramel. All the way down? All the way down. <laughs> And then I get myself a bit of cookie dough ice cream and let it soften a little bit so that the spoon inserts. (laughs) This is is turning into that scene from Hot Shots. (laughs) (laughs) Interrupted, Martin. How about you, Martin? Uh, Yeah, the same. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Um, I think I, I generally kind of agree. Um, I think, you know, uh, a good Domino's, a Texas barbecue. Oh, yeah. In base with a film. Oh, that's certainly very good. Uh, I, I found in uh, Tesco, there's this new uh, popcorn called Proper Corn. Just like a sweet and salted mix, which is very nice. Mm, very interesting. Nice. I also, um, uh, a glass of limeade and some onion rings. Ooh, like, oh, onion rings. Ooh, crunchy onion rings. Oh. That, 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 that hits the spot, that does. Nice, nice, nice glass of cold limeade. Thank you. <clears throat> Question seven. There's talk of 4K or 8K television being, quote, the next big thing for home cinema. So what's the next big thing for cinema? Is it the progression of 3D, ultra high definition, vibrating seats, question mark? 12K. <laughs> Just super. I read a thing about laser projectors. That sounds awesome. Ve- like vector graphics? That'd be awesome. Just like laser projectors, so it's like, like massive it, vectrex. So it's like super, super sharp projector, but it's also really bright, so you don't lose the brightness like you do a regular 3D. I think they need to sort something out with 3D because otherwise it's pish. Glassless 3D? Not that's impossible. Is it? Though? I think I think it's going to be impossible to do on a big scale. Holodex? Um, impossible. <laughs> I think the next stage will be 48k. Which means that when you start up, it will just get a load of static and go. Yeah. Okay. You one, just clever. one, one K. That's <laughs> just it. one. Yeah, just one pixel. I think. I think. On a, on a serious basis, I think you know. Just the. What about time. mono sound? <laughs> That'll be good. How about like the like an actual kind of band playing along to the film. Or, or say, like, actually, like, you go in and, like, the actors are, like, there in front of you, like, acting it out in front of you. That'd be crazy. Wow, that'll blow my mind. I think that's <laughs> mad. That'll be that, so crazy. That sounds mad. Imagine, like, you sit in, like, like it's as if you're in a cinema, but they're, like, there in front of you, like, acting yeah. it out. Like, you can actually see them. It'd be like you're in the movie. It'd be crazy. And they're actually, like, there in dressed, like, period actors. Yeah, it's like, and, like, yeah. like, it looks like they're on a set somewhere. Like, yeah. Like, my goodness, here. Phil, write that down. I'll write that down. We need to, we need to get this painted stat. Deepers, get that in quick. 
Question eight. In Hollywood, we've got something for you. Question eight. <laughs> Question eight. Go. What's your perfect Christmas movie? Die Hard. Martin's thinking. Because you I can't think of anything better than Die Hard. <laughs> uh, you see, it's, it's between Home Alone, Scrooge, and Elf. Uh, it's the well, Holy Trinity. I'll, I'll blow you away just by saying them up at Christmas Carol. There you go. That's a Christmas film, right? This is getting more Christmassy than that. No Die Hard. I'm not arguing with you, Jared. But that's, what, that's my pick. Cool. Question nine. Robin Williams, yes or no? Mm, yes. Martin? Yeah. <laughs> with a bit of no. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. I, I want to say old Robin Williams. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 80s, 90s Robin Williams. Yeah. Robin Williams? No. No, although, although, one hour photo, he's pretty good in that. I'd have to see the poster because if it's like smirking Robin Williams against some kind of like red font, no, <laughs> no, no. Anything, I think any film with a smirking Robin Williams on the poster is generally to be frowned upon. Uh, grumpy Robin Williams on the poster, probably yes. Cool. Well, there you go. Question 10. The best superhero movie never made. Never yeah, underlined. Never, never made. made. Never made. I got one for you. Go. I got one. Darren Aronofsky's Batman Year One. Oh, cool. Interesting. Um, Batman in the seventies, made by uh, Don Siegel and Clint Eastwood. Or that? Yeah, that that uh, that that uh, Daredevil in the seventies film that Joe Carnahan was. Oh, that looked good. Yeah, I that. would say Wolverine in the seventies, played by Clint Eastwood. Or I would also say a film based around Gambit because he's awesome and everyone knows that. Well, no, we don't mind because he's not that. He's, he's all right. Gambit's awesome. That's because you want his coat. Hey, anyone who wears a long brown coat is awesome as well. But Gambit is awesome. That's a, that's a sort of a hard-out question, you know, because, you know... Well, the, I answered it quite quickly, Well, because so. there... Like I was just trying to think, like the best films. Trying to think, God, was there ever any Superman films that were never made? And then it was like, well, they were all pesh, all the ones that they friggin' put out there. Like James Cameron's Spider Man sounded pesh. Um, Justice League film that sounded actually, I don't think that bad, but you know, probably pesh. About the Batman versus Superman film. Batman versus Superman. Nah, who was attached? Was there anybody attached to it? You can proc now. I think. No, Wolfgang, Wolfgang Peterson was directing it, wasn't he? Yeah, Pish. I was, I was thinking of Das Boot there. Um, See, I don't think that would work. I think if they did it like the Public Enemies, where they work together, not against each other. Hmm. Well, I suppose it's a lie because it was released, but the original Superman 2, Richard Donner, the proper yeah, way true. it was planned, as in not with the reverse in the world being the end of Superman 1. Yeah. So, you, you love your but the thing movie. is, I think by allowing that, it kind of compromises how <clears throat> Superman the movie would be. Mm. So it's kind of that sick take taking part of Superman the movie, really. Well, all it was, all all it would have been was the 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 reverse in the words. The original Superman the movie was going to end with just um, 
the release of the Phantom the Zone people. Yeah, exactly. So he'll he'll catch the nuke. So that means that he wasn't able to save Lois. So that means Lois isn't killed. The whole bomb. Yeah, yeah the, there was the nuke, wasn't it? He pushed it yeah. up in space. In yeah. space. So that would be just the one nuke then. That's yeah. But the lowest no... the lowest getting killed things really completely pointless anyway. Yeah, because... but it's nice nice thing because it's like saying right, I'm gonna break the world for it. For I'm gonna like change it. I'm, I'm not like, having this. Really do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Because literally the whole stupid extra superpowers of Superman Two just winds me up. Even <laughs> though I know all, I know <laughs> all the superpowers aren't real, so it's not like I'm thinking you know that could never happen. But it's just it's so completely ridiculously stupid. The the teleporting and the laser beam from the finger, like the telekinesis from the finger. It's like just no, stop that shit right now. To be fair, at that point, though, in the film, after you've seen the guy who's on roller skates being pushed back down the street by wind and seeing all that daft antics that goes on, you're kind of like, ah, you're not kid about it at this point now. <laughs> to me, that, I think, I just, I, I just think things sort of could have been so different. Because one, they probably wouldn't have got Richard Lester to do Superman 3. That's true. Mm-hmm. So no, there we go. Just, how, just, how, just think how different the world would be without Superman 3. It would be a much happier place. So, yeah. Question 11. Which video game IP would clearly make an awesome movie in the right hands? What is the IP and whose hands is needed to be on that project? Mass Effect. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I would say any of those directors who have been mooted for Star Trek, so Matthew Vaughn mm. or Brad Bird, anyone. Uh, Star Wars, by the way. <laughs> yeah, what did I say? Star Trek? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I always get those two confused. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Star Wars. Um, so, yeah, I would say the Mass Effect universe could be epic. Bioshock, I think, too, would also be an excellent one. What was that, sorry? Oh, no, actually, Broken Sword. Like, can you imagine, like, a proper good Indiana Jones adventure-style game, you know, with Broken Sword? Like, movie, sorry, but Broken Sword universe, that'd be cool. I'd like that. Uh, Grim Fandango and Pixar. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. That's what they do. Or Monkey Island. Yeah, Monkey Island and and and. Oh, but who directed though? Who directed Monkey Island? And uh, get the fellow who does the Pirates of the Caribbean. No, that make it shit. Yeah. Oh no, that's not. That's a so You want a good pair of comedy hands in it? I would say. Um, oh uh, yeah, the Coen Brothers. <laughs> that shit would be crazy, but. Grim Fandango and Pixar, that's the one. That's the one. I need to be cool. Martin? Uh, I would have gone the same. I'd gone Mass Effect. I'm just trying to think if there's any other. Maybe. George maybe Lucas? Fallout. Fallout. No. Maybe. Maybe Fallout. Because I think that kind of, there's potential there for like a proper grim post apocalyptic kind of setting there. Um, any others? Can't quite Zelda, Legend of Zelda, and Pixar, <laughs> or some sort of animation studio. Oh no, because you'd have to apply like proper plot. Like, I think the speak of oh, the speechlessness of Zelda and the you know Link. Sorry, you know, 
you'd have to have him as like a proper character in the film. I'm not sure oh, okay. that would work. Maybe not. You know maybe, what I mean? Maybe not. Maybe not. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, question 12. Favourite foreign language film? For bonus points, translate the title of any English film into a foreign language of your choice. The, uh, the favourite foreign language film? Ooh, let me see. I'm trying to think. Recently, Ip Man and Ip Man 2, probably. Ip Man. Because um, it's so badass. Um, historically, favourite foreign language film? Easy. Uh, Zoo Warriors for the Magic Mountain. Yeah, well, you do like that, don't you? I love that film. Love it. Um, they're probably all going to be sort of kung fu films. I'm thinking, I'm like Project A, Police Story. Um, I would say there's a French film called Le, Pat- Le Appartement, which is department in English. Um, and when I saw that film, it blew my mind. I, it was like the late 90s when I saw it late one night on Channel 4. And the ending was completely unexpected, as, hmm. as is the case with a lot of French films. So, Generally, when I haven't seen a film, the ending is unexpected. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to go for bonus points. I'm going to trans- translate an, an English film into French, uh, which is the English film being The Apartment <laughs> and, the fr- and the French being L'Apartment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Question 13. Um, I'm oh, going to think English to French. Um, oh, I and know. That would be Moon to <laughs> Luna. Oh, wait. Let me just think of it. Because uh, it used to be on all the figure packets when I was a kid. Le Gueux d'Etoile. <laughs> which I believe is Star Wars. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I got another one for you. Uh, speed. Speed. Vit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just speed. Speed. That's what the poster says. Speed. 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 Question thirteen. Tim Burton. What was his last good film? Uh, Batman Returns. I say Frankenweenie because that was quite a good film. Oh, well, I haven't seen it. So seen Batman Returns. But, but before yeah, that, that, it's a long gap. It's a long gap. We're saying Batman Returns, are we? Yeah. Yeah. Question 14. Any two IPs from any media, combine them to make the most awesome crossover in movie slash video game slash book slash art history? I would go for Discworld. No, hello. Meets. Police Academy. Uh, okay, yeah, the police academy <laughs> meets the watch. That sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, three Men and Baby meets uh, the Serbian film. No, oh, oh man, that's wrong. <laughs> Leap Year meets Human Centipede. <laughs> Love Actually meets The Raid. They're all trapped in a building. They get beaten up by a really cool guy. <laughs> Pow, punch, 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 punch. That's all that happens. Sound of music and naked nuns with guns. <laughs> <laughs> Martin wins. <laughs> Question 15. Taken 2 was awful. Taken 1 is clearly the best film ever. What's the worst decline in quality between a lead film and its sequel in movie history? 
Is it taken? See, I'm kind of thinking Matrix. Yeah, the, the Matrix is well up there. You know, um, Matrix 1, amazing. Matrix 2, oof. Do we just say Return of the Jedi to the Phantom Menace? <laughs> That's not a lead film, is it? Oh, okay. So it has, does it have to be a direct lead on? Yeah, okay. Oh, um, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Oh, but that's not, it's not, that's not like, oh, that's true. It's not hideous. It's not great to hideous. Um, oh, Transformers, Transformers 2. Oh, that's pretty bad. Transformers was, it wasn't a bad film. It was enjoyable, just about. But Transformers 2 was actual proper offensive shite. Yeah, no, that's, that's a pretty good call. Oh, Go I'm trying to think. Any, any Disney director videos. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Bambi 2. Yeah. <laughs> the Return. <laughs> oh. but I think yeah those that's quite bad probably the Matrix that's pretty bad that's a pretty right. pretty big drop mm-hmm. uh, question 16 while the raid was good it lacked any sort of banter between any of the characters because they were punching the kick no, sorry he's going to cut this out but I don't care because they, <laughs> they were kicking the fucking ass out of people sorry, without banter again. without banter can an action film ever truly reach classic status Yes, the Wait a minute, I haven't finished. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Isn't it the interplay between the characters that makes the action film timeless rather than the actual punching? Contrast and compare Die Hard 1. What with what? Discuss. The Raid, that's your example. Oh, with uh, yeah, Die Hard 1 compared to, to The Raid. Um, he makes a fair point. In that, yeah, The Raid was brilliant. But there isn't like an iconic moment in it like Yippie Kaye. Or, you know, um, thanks for the advice. You mean, like, apart from all the bits where the wee Indonesian guy goes buck mad and kicks the shit out of people? That's different. That's like a good sequence. I, I, I agree that there isn't any kind of good banter in the raid. Yeah, there but the problem, kind of, is, the problem is, think, though... Do you think the, that... No, okay, go on ahead, Martin. In, in the raid, he was by himself... So it'd look a bit stupid if he did like these witticisms just talking out loud after like beating a man. Like guilty face. Yeah, John exactly. McClane did. John McClane didn't die hard. No, he spoke to that police officer. Yeah, no, like, you know, with the with the um He supposed he did this sort of he's like oh, yeah. a TV dinner and that. But yeah. um do you think that it's only because the raid is not a new native language that the, the sort of the it doesn't come across as that? Because you know, when point, you think actually, about you know, comparison. When you think about of like the the sort of the the dog, you know the crazy curly haired boy and your man like standing like at the lift and like he's got like the dead cop with him, yeah, and he's kind of like you know, you know the way they're kind of like talking and looking like you know, like that's a sort of like a wee sort of moment there. I I think it's possibly just because it's not, it's not in English. I think yeah. Ben's a racist. He's a racist, but I think I think there's a difference between <laughs> you know that kind of action film and an action film because you're kind of talking about like a man puncher rather than an action film but i have to say and as mentioned it before like ip man is just an amazing i don't know if i call it an action film i suppose but you know it's i suppose it's similar to the raid and that it's a martial arts film sort of and you know there's like and it's really in it it's the story and the characters that really sort of pull you through it yeah you know um, I'm trying to think of any other examples. Oh, yeah. Die Hard 4. <laughs> no banter in that. Shit. <laughs> Question 17. The new Bourne film, Drop Bourne, that kept some of the supporting cast and released a film anyway, 
which other film or film series would benefit from doing something similar? Star Trek. Star Wars. Oh, well, that's already been done, though. <laughs> they did it. Yeah, but you've got the same character, haven't you? Um, Essentially, you know, you've got the kind of... Let me think. Um, yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars. I mean, I think that's kind of what... If I was, if they were doing Star Wars, I would just completely use the universe, but go away the somewhere universe. else with the characters. Yeah. I, I, was, I think with Star Wars, they need to focus on the progeny rather than the actual... Terminator, I think, would also do with just kind of... Again, they kind of done that with way. John Connor, haven't they? John Connor's been played by several actors. Yeah, but, you know, if you just completely abandon the characters... I'd just go somewhere else in there. But that'd be one, going back to the previous question about what what film could be done with like an expanded universe. Mm. Like, a proper series of three films set in the War of the Machines without John Connor in it, just Excellent. kind of focusing on the battle. That would be, that would be, I'd, I'd watch that. That sounds yeah. awesome. With more Up robots there. firing motorbikes out of their knees. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Question 18. Westworld was recently on TV. It's dated terribly. Poor special effects, 70s design sensibilities, creaking sets, yet it's still watchable. Which of the current crop of sci-fi slash fancy films is going to date badly and why? Well, we've already, I think we already talked about this before. The Matrix sequels. Yeah, yeah. because of the rubbery man. Do you know what? This is anything, anything. We've talked about this in that in the CGI episode. Most CGI stuff will date horribly. Yeah, I think it's only films like the last couple of years that will hold up a bit longer. Yeah, I mean anything early. The Lawnmower Man. I know it's supposed to be abstract, but it's hideous looking. Um, recent that, that, that's stuff that's kind of gone around the corner isn't it hasn't it kind of gone right around the it's like, it's <laughs> almost it's, it's terrible it's so terrible it's good again I don't yeah. know I think any, I think definitely the Matrix sequels will will, will be hitting Crystal Skull special effects will date terribly because yeah, you'll, you'll always compare them to the first three well I love it but I think because I really really like Speed Racer but I don't know how that will hold up in like 5-10 years because that relies so much on the CG cars and stuff yeah so, but then it's it's kind of like a surreal atmosphere. I'm going to say, even though it's not out yet, and it 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 isn't been, you know, nobody's seen it yet. But I reckon Cloud Atlas will date horribly because of of all the the actor special effects, mm-hmm. like race changes and everything. Well, that'll be a bad shout. I call it. I think that, yeah, I think that I will th- just be hideous. Maybe like also because the Polar, Polar Express has aged really badly. Yeah. Like, even though they try to show that every year, they still like Dead Eye Zombie Kids in that film. That's a scary film to watch, that is. That's the last time I was scared at. That was horrible. <laughs> Question 19. In video games, if you can't work out what to do, you usually check in a turret section. What's the action movie equivalent of a turret section? It's the, the slow down, let's talk about our feelings section. <laughs> <laughs> The romance that just slows everything down for like five or ten minutes, and you're just literally going, "Oh, hurry up and kill something!" Al, if I don't get out of here, I wanted to find my wife. You tell her that I love her, and I'm sorry. The the driving in the car, questioning religion scene from Ghostbusters. Oh, so unneeded. Yeah. It's like whenever like the characters kind of discuss their feelings, basically. Yeah, Terminator Two, where she's they're sitting, just not doing anything. It's like, 
I'm trying to think of the bit. It's the bit when they're at like at the park bench or something. Yeah, yeah. I probably agree with that. It's like whenever they whenever they kind of, you know, yeah, when they discuss their feelings. Because Riggs didn't do that, did he? <laughs> no, he did not. He just shot somebody. Just found somebody else to punch. I'm trying to think, Commando, did Ernie need to explain himself? No. He did. All he needed to explain was, they've got my daughter, I've got five hours, let's go unleash hell. I don't like you, I'm going to kill you. That's all he needed to do. I wrote the last question now. Get off some steam, Bennett. Last question. And it's, a, it's, it's one that's going to wreak havoc across the podcast, I can just feel it. Question 20. Just why did, did Jared buy a Wii U at launch? Hey, you in the hospital. First they drug you, then they fuck you. And when they're done fucking you, along comes the insurance company and fucks you some more. Because <laughs> it's awesome. Is it awesome, Jared? It is. It is literally the best console out there at the moment. Whoa. That's impressive. That's a bold statement. It really is. And is that due to the games or due to the kind of fact that you can play it on the toilet? It is just it. Ha- it do you know what? See when you start to play. See when you start to play a game, and you realize that you can pause it, you can go on the internet, you can do everything on all, without having to pick up something else. You don't have to pick up your phone. You don't have to pick up your computer. You can go on to YouTube if you want. You can do whatever you want. And then you just press a button and all of a sudden you're back where you were on. And, uh, and people may say, well, sure, you can pause it and you can do all this, but it just has so much, it, it, it becomes so ingrained in what you do. You will miss it when it's not there. And I honestly, I foresee they may not do it at launch, but Microsoft and Sony with their next consoles will make controllers with screens on it. They will. Well, well Microsoft have already got that smart glass. Yeah, yeah. but that's not a con- that's not a controller. But I, you know, they will they will do it because it. it is it really and it seems like such a simple thing and it's not a new thing. That's well, but that's what Sony just like put some kind of app onto the Vita to do that. Yeah, but well, the, you see, you see yeah, the, Sony were all like, "Well, the Vita does that." Well, yeah, it does, but there's like five people have a Vita, and you know, <laughs> that's harsh, but true. And it just it doesn't. It's just, and you know, the Meverse it literally is amazing. It's just, it is like the happiest place on earth. <laughs> I have a few questions. Go. What's it like? Have you played on the multiplayer aspect yet? I haven't yet. What do, do you mean, like online or? Yeah, online. I mean, as in, like, is it still? Well, I tried to play like... online on Mass Effect Three, but it couldn't find a game. So I don't know if nobody was playing it. This was on the day <laughs> I got it. So because um... I'm like, talking about, you know, with like Wii and also the DS you have to have stupid codes no 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 you just add a username oh okay that's easier you tell me your username you add it the other person accepts it job's done and like for instance like the whole thing with zombie U is it has that what they call that asynchronous so that kind of like we're in dark souls you, you can leave messages but when one of your zombies dies it will appear in the other person's game somewhere Mm. and you know they can kill it and steal your stuff and it's just it's that little sort of kick of saying oh there's you know whoever's name it is in my so, game you know in my game kind of thing so what games did you get for it well i just got i got the i got the zombie u pack 
right. which, which came as on Wii U and the Pro Controller. I haven't even used the Pro Controller. I don't see why I would ever use it, but I've got one. But multiplayer, that might be it. Um, I got Mass Effect 3 because I've been waiting to play it for ages and then I just thought, you know, do you see the off-TV play? Do you see playing something on the TV? So, for instance, you're, you're playing something on the TV. Uh, oh, whatever it is, is on. I want to watch it. Uh, it says the other half. You change it. You press a button. It appears on the screen on the controller. You keep the playing. Three does that. This is the, the Wii U does this. So you play on the screen on the controller. Yeah, Mass Effect Three does this. And then she says, "Right, it's over." You put you flick back to the Wii channel on the TV. You press a button. It pops back up on your TV, and you keep going. And you don't need to break. You don't need to stop. You don't need to do anything. See that. So awesome that was why I went. For this I was. Didn't, that's why I didn't buy Mass Effect 3 for 360 when it came out and stuff. Well, I didn't buy it when it came out because I didn't. I just thought I wouldn't have time because I I just don't have time anymore. But yeah. now I do because I can sit and play it sitting on the sofa while yeah that'll be while there's something on TV. It's amazing. I really want to play Persona, uh, not Persona. Um, like the, I'm trying to get through the Walking Dead games. That's only like a few hours, but you could do it this way. Yeah, because I mean, I would have got it for the iPad if I could, because that I think is probably the best way to play it, personally. Yeah. Um, So I've been trying to trying to get it on through on the PS3 whenever I can, but it's just they say it's just finding the TV time because it's it's tricky. Which is why you know for me, the reason I bought it on launch day was because. I wanted to. You don't. You can't do it with Zombie U because you need both screens with Zombie U. Lethal watching was brought to you by Phil Doyle and Gerard Boyle in association with abadeducation.com.